0: Side Step Podcast. This is your host, DJ Turnup. Got my co pilot here, Brandon Random. What up, though? Second co pilot. I don't know what that There must be an official term for that. Co co pilot. Either way, <laughs> second lieutenant. Coco Puffs. DJ Champagne Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Shane? What All up, right. what up? And I'm bringing to you a special guest, Brian Wilson. What's up? What up, what up? I mean, Welcome Brian Old skateboard buddy from back when <laughs> Using the same email address as you had when you were 12 com. <laughs> Close, oh. you might as well have called it that It's Comcast But uh, when he sent it to me I'm like damn Brian, it's the same one I'm like, I'm making fun of him But I got the same one too from when I was 15 mm. I think I'm the only guy out here It's a screen with so like 8 numbers yeah. behind <laughs> it So you have MSN.com <laughs> No, not quite yeah, remember, we were talking about Rage Against the Machine doing a tour, a reunion tour, and they were going to go to uh, El Paso. And we were like, hey, let's make a road trip. Yeah. Guess what? They're coming to <laughs> Philly. Actually, they're coming right here to Dover, Delaware, uh, Firefly first, and then they're going to come to sure Philly. Sure are. Yeah. So, in your backyard. We're going to buy 10 tickets, and all you guys are coming. We're going to make sure we go to Camden. <laughs> all right. We're, yes. we're, we're just going yeah. to rage and, you know, rally around the family. <laughs> yeah. well, up. All right, guys. Look, I'm really so excited. Somebody sleeps in the fire. I like that. That's good. Turn that That shit up. (laughs) Uh, All the Rage fans, you know what we're talking about. All right. Well, look, man, we got some hits for you today. What you got, Shane? I know you're going to bring the first first cut.
1: Champagne, Shane. we're going
2: right into it, huh? Oh, we're going right into it. All right. What happened to that open dialogue? That that went quick. (laughs) That was the open dialogue. (laughs) Usually it's so much longer. Uh, So, the first artist today, uh, his name is Bank. it's spelled b-a-y-n-k he's from new zealand um so we have not had a new zealand artist to this point if my memory serves me correct um this guy's got a cool little backstory he's a chemical engineer kind of turned producer singer singer songwriter he um decided that he wanted to pursue music so he kind of left his field of uh, chemical engineering uh posted some stuff on soundcloud back in 2015 and then um things kind of went from there so he uh he actually ended up doing once he kind of you know became discovered he ended up doing uh an interview with edm.com and he um spoke about how you know he posted this on soundcloud and he said you know he literally had like 100 plays on the song and i guess within all the tracks that he had posted and he was pretty much like damn, like, I guess this is it. Like Music's not going to happen for me. And um, One day he said he was in line uh, backpacking through Europe at a grocery store and he was checking his emails while he was in line and uh, a guy had hit him up from New Zealand and said, hey, we want you to play the uh, one of New Zealand's biggest festivals. Um, so he obviously accepted and then from there just kind of took off. So that kind of kickstarted everything um, and he's been doing pretty good ever since so uh the artist is bank and the song is go with you <laughs> Does go With You by Bank and um, definitely one of his more uh, I would say poppy songs more kind of like a mainstream sound I think he has a really unique sound uh, if you kind of comb through his other work but I'm curious
0: what you guys think of it I mean, w- was that him singing? Yes You know, sometimes with yes. these EDM artists they'll have a guest vocalist or something and it's not really them singing I know, it
2: can, it can get confusing actually, yeah Okay. No, that was him though
1: More times than not, yeah, they do have... Uh, other artists feature as the vocals where they're more so just doing the like production part of it but uh no I I I love the track um because I also know another song by Bank it's called um Come Home and it's actually a Hazy Eyes remix Kenny actually showed me this probably like six months maybe eight months ago and I fell in love with it absolutely and that's actually more of like an intimate kind of like um, more vulnerable song, but like I agree with you, Shane. It is more of his like up uppy beat poppy for him. That yeah, artist. without question.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just felt like an R and B meets a down
1: tempo uh, electronic
0: house stuff that you know Brandon, you and I will send back and forth. It'd be this deep house, really low BPM, maybe sixty yeah. to, to eighty and a, a, like a night ride type of chill where it pulls all the emotions out in you yes I call it like a, like a emo pop electro I'm more about that emo yeah. yeah, maybe that's why I like it I mean this song also there was a lot of things in there where, I don't know if it was the bridge or the chorus but it made me think of uh, think back to like the skate and rink on the dance floor you guys remember the Wilmington Wheel skate and rink up oh, in yeah. Wilmington yeah, yeah that was your and yeah, it was my second home, but I hear like the '90s, um, the the CC Music Factory sample or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's something a sample from, in there. Yeah, yeah. there's this, yeah, ah, yeah. Huh, come on, Woo! like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, so it was fun. I liked hearing that. Um, the song, to me, it sounded like it was about falling in love with like your your best friend. Maybe you go over there and have these talks, and then he ends up falling in love. Um, and he fell in love first before she did. That's what I got from the from the song um very sultry lyrics and sets it's like a sensual mood uh, i liked yeah. it i'm gonna download it
1: nice i'm already downloading
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good stuff.
0: nice uh that is you over there downloading just spotify nice
2: nice work there what else you that? got all right so the next artist his name is ramzoid uh he's a canadian artist which we've had several canadian artists on here previously um this guy, he's young. He's only twenty years old. Um, he has collaborated already with. Um, well, we actually had we had Gr- Grismatic. He's uh, and we had him on what episode two? I episode think it was one. One, okay. Yeah, so, he was the first
1: track on episode. <clears throat> I think one. he was the first track. Yep. Oh yeah, good call. As right. we proceed, you know?
2: so yeah, he's collaborated with um, Grismatic, uh, Lewis the Child, and uh, Autograph. So he's been he's already been with some pretty big names. Only at 20 years old, I didn't realize. I went and jumped on his Twitter um, because that's pretty much like what you measure. I feel like celebrities and artists by is like how many people follow status? them yeah like because mm-hmm. that's unfortunately the way of our world but anyway it's another story and he actually has he has 15k followers which I, I i didn't know he was that big already so i must be a little behind on uh on his up and coming but uh he described as a dance electronic um sound which you'll hear on this next track um he signed with alt vision records which i'm not familiar with but uh I like him. His sound stands alone, and I think you'll hear that uh, on this next track. So here it is. It's called World, and it's range. and i'm um, curious how you guys felt about that track it's definitely a little different than the norm but uh yeah what do you guys think
0: man with all the music i listen to i i think i easily listen to four to five hours of music a day i got an hour drive to work an hour drive home and then i'm listening to music while i'm at work maybe one and a half of those hours is new music and just fumbling through things instagram facebook similar artists whatever it is to get me in some rabbit hole that i'm like oh wow i probably shouldn't have wasted an hour and a half of doing this you know i probably (laughs) should have done quantum physics or something like that (laughs) something much more productive of myself but it is a hobby i love music i've never heard of this ramzoid it's really unique of all the festivals out there and i pay attention to a lot of like edm stages and everything like that I'd still put them in, like, a dance music. I know I had, like, a hip-hop beat to it and everything. Um, I mean, I was definitely not in my head. I felt like it was, like, a summer night, and I'm just chilling out back with my, my homies talking about the Sidestep podcast. Nice. Looking up at the stars, and I'm, like, got a beer in hand. I'm just nodding my head, super chill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I took away from the song.
1: No, I agree with you with the the hip-hop part of it. It kind of... And I know I've said this before, but to me, it, it brought, like, a Timberland sound again. Because I think last, last episode... You played a track. Um, I think it was R.L. Stein or, or whatever, but I, I don't know. Anyway, but anyway, that's the that's the writer that's of Goosebumps. not R.L. it's R.L. Grime. But Grime, that's what it is. It's, I knew it was similar to that author. I get it. Anyway, it did have the same similar like sounds of uh, Timberland with the hip hop with the the synths the like that's my, my best way to describe it yeah. but I cool. yeah, you kay. would say that yeah. and yeah. you showed you showed me that song a while back and i instantly as soon as i played it i was like download like it, it, there was no thought process i instantly fell in love with it uh, it just gave you know good good vibes and yep it was in my playlist just like that
3: yeah i i, I wasn't expecting it um it, it, it sounded awesome. Um, I downloaded it immediately also. Oh, um, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: see he was a punk rock guy. You know, some of this stuff coming through. Got um, a little bit of hip-hop roots there, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it. Nice. Nice. So
2: well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I guess that will just take us right into our next one. Let's just keep it flowing, keep it going. Yeah, let's ride that wave. All right. So um, so this next artist can be described as an electronic pop Um, kind of sound Uh, he's moved around prior to uh, becoming you know well-known but has planted himself and is now considered a producer singer uh, based out of Los Angeles his real name is Joe Boston the artist is Shalu I really really like this artist I don't want to say too much I think I'm actually gonna give you more information on the back end Um, this he just has a really kind of like dreamy type of vibe to him that um really attracts to me i'm an atmosphere kind of guy when i listen to sounds i, I want to feel emotion i want to feel like you know wow like to spark something within this guy hits the spot almost every time um so i'll give you some more info on him afterwards the song is fading and the artist is shallow i've been
4: playing it out but we never changed We're just caught in the game, lost in our ways And who can we blame if only we found some other way To turn it around We're just living for now, no telling how We'll find our way
2: that was Shalou with fading um, one of the coolest things about this guy that I really thought was was cool was if you go on his website he, he's a environmentalist so he cares a lot about you know he wants us to have livable breathing air in the future and the whole thing so if you actually go on his site and you donate to it you'll receive a copy of his EP um, all becomes okay is what it's titled. so that's pretty neat little sidebar there but, uh, yeah, that song is probably one of my favorite songs right now. Um, I could listen to that any time of day, and it just gets me going, gets the blood pumping. I love everything about it, the sounds, the atmosphere. It kind of ships gears on you and starts off a little mellow, then kicks it up a notch in the chorus, and just gets better from there. And um, Yeah, I hope you guys feel the same way Here's I did. What I
0: love about Champagne Shane is he loves atmosphere. I mean, I don't know how many times you said it in the podcast, but even, like, the, the, the songs you'll send throughout the week or whatever, they all contain atmosphere. Yeah. I know you have this 80s uh, – I'm all this, in on <clears> that, <throat> too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I feel like, Shane – I don't know. I feel like I got you down with some of your music. If it creates this atmosphere, then you're all in, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, this particular – do you know where this guy's from? Um, did I really – Did you say there? Canada? Let's see. Or was that the last artist? But either way, see. Um, I've got a couple songs. Oh, actually. he's based out of Los Angeles, but Los he's Angeles. yeah, he's an American. Man, there's such a music scene there. Actually, yeah. uh, who am I kidding, dude? There's everything there in Los Angeles: smog, <laughs> uh, f- fame, everything.
2: And Ken, not to cut you off real quick, but he will be uh, touring. He's actually going to be in Philly playing at the Union Transfer uh, April you... 23rd of this year, 2020. Ooh, so uh, I think Suzanne's so. away. I'll have to get a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so you know, he's he's going to be touring. Oh, I'm uh, in. Uh, April through August, he's touring um all throughout the United yeah, that's States. A really so nice if you're venue.
1: listening and you're not in the local Philadelphia I mean, area, you can go. I got tons of his music downloaded on, on my Spotify. Oh, I've got six, sure. I counted. I think I probably got it over ten easy, no doubt. Yeah. He, he definitely. So he's a fan favorite
0: here on the Side Set podcast. If you hadn't noticed no doubt. already, uh, super chill, down tempo. You know, like you were like, a, I think of myself as a speakeasy or something like that, chilling in lounge chairs. And then, you know, when the bridge comes in, he comes in the chorus. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to get up and start dancing. And, you know, I got a martini in my hand, just, you know, doing my thing on the dance floor.
1: Yeah. I I, I, guys, I'm not a lyricist, dude, at all. I'm always music first, but he definitely builds me up and tears me down. <laughs> oh, God. It's definitely
3: not somebody I would typically listen to, but uh, yeah, I got down with it. it good sound. Yeah.
2: Awesome, yeah, and Kenny, I've never seen you with a martini in your hand in
0: my life. That's because I just pound it down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, I'm all about the vodkas, though. I don't even need olives or nothing. I just no nothing, just no vermouth. Just just give it to me raw. You know, I don't.
2: All right, well, you can do a podcast on your martinis later. We're gonna kick it over to Brandon (laughs) Random right now. See what he's got going on.
1: All right, yeah, so uh, the next song and artist that I'm going to bring to you, um, his name is Emmett Finn. Um, he started playing the piano when he was about 12 years old. It kind of helped him uh, get through like the separation of his parents in that time of his life, so that was kind of like his you know, his escape from that. Um, but uh, So Painting Grays is a track that he produced himself, and it went viral in 2015 when he was in college. Um, And from that track, he signed with the Third Brain Records. Uh, I'm not familiar with the record company, but once he did sign with them, he ended up leaving school, and uh, after that, you know, it was just history. Um, He's from Berkeley, California. He makes, like, indie electronica like soundscapes the atmospheric sounds that we were just talking about
2: i like it already
1: but um yeah this song right here it's 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 more like a down tempo uh dance song but um when i heard it right off the bat it was an immediate download for me so again that's Emmett fenn and the song is called everybody else Mm I'd get from that. How did you find this artist? You ever think about that?
0: How you discovered somebody? Because sometimes it might take you a while to kind of show somebody what you've discovered because you you got to give it a couple listens, right? You know what I mean? this is Sometimes, yeah. We don't just, the tunes on this show, we don't just drop because we heard it yesterday or an hour ago, right. and we spent some time on it, we spent some time on the artist, and we genuinely enjoy the artist or the catalog and everything else.
1: I so, agree with what you just said. Some songs, though, are, like, right off the bat, I know, instantly. You know, after 10 seconds, you're like, no, I got it, that's in, I'm locked in, that's all everything. But then there are tracks where you kind of listen through about minute 30 through, and you're like, "Ah, maybe, it could be, I got to give it a couple listens. So I'm going to throw it in my Lost and Found file. That's what I call it on my playlist. I have one of those playlists, too, Lost and Found. And I meant to bring this up earlier. It's so much easier today... Because we have everything at our fingertips to so just push play, listen to it, and go, nope, next, right? Within 15 where, where seconds. Where before, seconds. right, we had to buy We had to buy albums, right? And right off the bat, sometimes you might not have liked it. But then after a couple of weeks, you just keep playing it and playing and playing it. It grows on you, right? Because that's all you
0: have. You spent right. your last $20 on this CD at the wall, right? And don't get me wrong. <laughs> right? or, Sam, or Sam Goody. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, because
1: I'm truly a victim of it too today because it's so easy and instant to listen to a song once and go no i'm out but and and we have to remember like you have to sometimes listen to songs over and over again to kind of grow and and let you know let it infest in you and 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 get the essence from the track whether it's the lyrics the sound the production of it whatever
0: look i can attest to that one of my favorite bands angels and airwaves it took me a while to even come to them when i first heard it, i was like nope junk you know and i was yeah. telling suzanne she makes fun of me till this day i was like way out on them maybe because i was coming from blank and i'm just expecting something similar and it was something more atmospheric and it was like theatrical it was like this bigger thing you know mm-hmm. felt like a large theater listening to this music and now right. i'm like I cannot believe I disliked them at first. I'm like, this is the silliest thing ever. Because you
1: also gotta understand once uh you know, an album or an artist or a band has been around for so long, like they have to grow and evolve too. They don't wanna keep doing the same thing. Like for instance, like corn. We all grow up with corn, right? And so by the time like Untouchables came out, which was probably what, their fifth or sixth album, I, I at first when I listened to it I was like, Nah, this isn't corn and I don't like it but I continued to listen to it and I fell in love with it just like every other corner I don't know album. if I do
0: that enough though continue to listen you know sometimes I, I give you a couple shots and if it doesn't draw to me it, sometimes it's a period of my life too a lot of music is connected to what you got going on in your life personally and sometimes it just is a miss.
2: agreed yeah I'm, I'm stubborn when it comes to music I, I'm very impatient so I don't typically give it as many listens as perhaps you two do but you know but to go back to um, the the track, I thought it actually kind of reminded me a little bit of my uh, opening track with Bank, it, in terms of the layout of the, the song. It opened up uh, very slow. It had the piano kind of built up to it, and then ended up with, ended with the sax. But in the meantime, it you know it, it perked up and ended up being like a pretty up tempo track. Um, I love the the catchy harmonics, and I love the synth in the song, and it hit the spot for me with the with the atmosphere
0: that it did create. You know, off air we talked about Zoo. Zoo's probably a, as a collective, our, our, you know, one of our favorite EDM artists. And with this, you know, the saxophone there, mm-hmm. that saxophone piece. It yeah. when you mentioned, you're like, hey, when this thing hits, it's going to remind you of somebody, and it did it remind me of Zoo. And it's just, it's got some unique feel to it. You know, there's a couple of groups I listen to that introduce the sax. You know, every once in a while. The 1975 and Zoo And then just They're in my top five Both those artists And they have
2: I usually think of Dave Matthews band When I hear the sax No but I don't want to think about that particular realm
0: I'm not a huge fan <laughs> not, but. not
1: in that use of the sax though I'm just saying When
2: I hear it That's the first thing That comes to mind for Okay
1: me. Like jam band I get that I
2: want to know What Brian thinks
0: Um
1: mm, Put him on the spot <laughs> Man he's no. thinking about Caught me off guard wow. No no
3: no Um Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a good track. Definitely not something again that I'm used to listening to, but uh,
2: but that's why we sidestep.
0: Yes, you know you're open. You're you are so interesting. You're a fan of the show, and we appreciate that. But you have also have an open mind. This is a genre you just haven't. It's it's just not there.
3: Uh, I mean, when I was listening to it, it kind of put me in the realm of like being in a I don't know like a cigar lounge, just kind of like chilling there, hanging out, drinking a whiskey, whatever, just. You know, just hanging out, you know. It was, it was a good track, though.
1: Well, I'm gonna go get that whiskey. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that scenery you just set, set in my head, though. I, I do enjoy that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You're new and you're dibbling and dabbling into this genre, so you know you'll we'll get you there. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. sidestep step you there. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's let's move forward. We're gonna go to uh, my next artist. Um, they actually had um. Produced their own first album themselves. Uh, their name is Grady Spencer and the work. They're from Texas, and uh, the song I'm bringing to you is uh, "Best I Can," and it's coming from the Sleep album, which is their very first album, the one that they produced themselves. Which actually has a couple of other hits that I was torn between choosing. You know, bringing today. Uh, the one track's called Raw, the other one's called Bluesy. I hope, you know, after you guys listen to this track that I'm bringing to you today, that maybe you'll kind of dig into that album. It's called Sleep. So, uh, again, this song is called Best I Can by Grady Spencer and The Wig.
5: time after the time before when i said i loved you more the words that's in a concrete flow so it's gonna be been looking in the high and low thinking better take it slow so i'm gonna know you know of all you mean why don't you grab a hold of my hair This girl, this ain't no flash no no fame. It's ailing, but I see the limb. I'm gonna be the best I. To see the things we're gonna do
1: That was Best I Can by Grady Spencer and The Work. Um, If you asked me how I came across this band, honestly, I don't know. With my Spotify account that I use, that's how I generally uh, generate my music. I was going to ask you that, but I'm going to scratch that off. (laughs) Yeah, scratch that off. Because it is kind of confusing how that kind of got thrown into my list. One one of these songs by them got thrown into one of my lists by Spotify, and obviously it grabbed my attention and because i've got about 10 songs by them now downloaded into my library and i it's just something about the guitar riffs and his voice that just draw me in they have this bluesy sound to it and i just i enjoy it it's a clean distortion uh the guitar
0: you're talking about and i feel like you could be at a wedding and put that on as a slow song and you'd be you'd be grooving to it you know and not Mm -hmm. even thinking about it like oh man i kind of like this song you know you're grooving with your chick doing your thing i can i I can feel that i i mean i'm not trying to make comparisons with artists and everything i mean everyone's trying to be unique and original and everything they have such a i want to say a familiar sound but one of their own i can't put them in a category i can name 19 artists that kind of Maybe the singer sounds like this. Maybe the guitar sounds like that. You know, the chord progression, this, that, and the other. But I'll say that they're in their own category. Kind of like the band, uh, the record company. I feel Mm -hmm. like they kind of like just... I don't know if you guys know of them, but
1: they just have their own little thing. Maybe they sound a little bit like these guys, a little bit of them, but... Trust me, their following is not that big. It's in like the tens tens of thousands on Spotify. And I I think that's what's so authentic about them. Did you say they have a day job too? This isn't just what they do full-time? Well, yeah, I read that the the singer is like a, a contractor foreman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he's doing this at night, you know, on weekends or whatever. And just... that's what makes it so more authentic, that this guy, he's not out here trying to sell albums. He's out there just doing what he loves.
2: The thing I thought was most impressive about it was that uh, you said they produced it themselves, and um, I really appreciate that as someone who produced them amateur music myself and i know how hard it is and how time consuming it is and you know to learn how to use the equipment in addition to just put a song together so um for me this was a real sidestep because it's not a genre i typically um we dive into um but they did we have any any episode. yeah no i think you're right and uh they reminded me a little bit of and i'm going back a little bit and probably Showing some age here, but it reminded me a little bit—at least the sound and the flow of the song reminded me of uh, Marcy's Playground, just a tad. Um, yeah, they're they're one big hit, they're one hit wonders from the what late '90s, early 2000s. But mm-hmm. it just gave me that because it was just slow, kind of you know had, had that hi hat going and the, the um, tone of his voice made right. me think of that. And it was a good track though.
3: I get it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I'll definitely probably look into more of their uh, their work and probably download a couple albums just yeah. to hear a little bit of it
1: yeah that was from their first album the one that i i mentioned before the song that they they self-produced their self. That album was called sleep and i believe they have two more records after that so i mean definitely please dig in if if that sparked your interest a little bit go ahead check them out do you have an honorable honorable mention track um, like one that you're like, man,
0: I was so torn between. You kind of mentioned two in the beginning.
1: I actually wrote down a couple. There's one called Feeling Fine, okay. Streets of Gold, and Things to Do. That's well, There you go. There's if, three of them that I wrote down. If you were
0: on the fence on this one or you like this one, he just gave you a couple more tracks yeah. at
1: Pete. Please go check them out. So anyway, we're going to move on from that sound, and we're going to go on to this next band. It's actually, I'm sorry, it's not a band. It's a group. It's a duo. Um, James Sunderland and Brett Height actually became this duo they worked at a fitness store together and they both did music individually and as they you know, worked together they kind of found out okay oh you make music I make music they fell in love with each other's music then they decided you know what let's collab on something well, they did a the, uh, collab on something, and they put it on Sound SoundCloud, and the one song, and that song was called "Knives," which was almost one of the songs that I was going to bring to you today. So please Honorable go check mention. that out. Yes, it was. I'm so torn on what to bring from these guys because they are so fucking good. It blows my mind. Like they're they're harmonizing and their melodies are fucking flawless. Like, you have to check it out. They're so poppy. They have like 80s kind of sound to it. Um, They dropped their first album last year in May of 19. um, That's called Vacation. That was their first album that they dropped. But they dropped so many singles before that that have blown up and made them who they are today. Um, One of the songs was called Capsize, which was a big hit. You got to check that out. But the one that I'm bringing to you today, it's called Run Wild. And again, the group that I'm talking to you about is called Friendship. Run it. So that was Run Wild by Friendship. What do you guys think about that track?
0: I like Friendship. Now,
1: interestingly enough,
0: I've heard Friendship back, I don't know, 2018, something like that. There's a song, Hello, Goodbye. Very soft. I mean, this thing. It's so, for me, it's sentimental. For some reason, I get so emotional when I hear that song. I would love to research more about why they wrote it. But for me, it pulls out so many different emotions. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm all emotional right now. I like when I give my wife a hug and a kiss mm-hmm. and my kids. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm leaving them or something like that or something's going on, you know, I'm being they taken away. That. And uh, uh, I sent that to you guys a while back and I knew it wasn't favorable on you, but it is so different to this cut here.
1: I don't think I was familiar with them then. So maybe I didn't give them the benefit of the doubt. But now being a big time fan just go back and listen uh, yes, to it and um, just
0: appreciate how different it sounds mm-hmm, to this cut mm-hmm. or how they've evolved dude this from song the song, song that
1: I just brought to you is different from every cut that they do have I like it as it stands I liked it it's so weird
0: to, we listen to what three or four uh during this this break here yeah. that we
1: took uh, honestly it took it took me about five different. times to listen to this track itself for me to go you know what? I do like this track. And then you Because just it was it so that... different. It was so different. It was so aggressive. It was hard, especially for them because I've listened to so much other tracks of theirs and they harmonize and they their melodies, they're so soft spoken and they're they're so vulnerable on their tracks and this was one of their harder tracks and that's why I feel like I brought this one because I wanted to show like a harder side to them, but I wanted to get everybody's attention. Oh, it got it got everyone's attention.
0: This song sounds like these guys should be headliners at an EDM festival. No doubt. You know? And I mean, but their back catalogue wouldn't make me think that. But this song, if this was the only song I heard, I would think, Yeah, they're they're up there with Dead Mouse or something like that.
1: They they will definitely get all up in your feelings if that's something that you're looking forward to, no doubt so I, I strongly advise you to go listen to it um, a couple of songs that I would I, I would recommend you to listen to is uh, Keep You Close Get Out My Way and Anywhere But Here and that's just a couple of songs that's just three out of multiple tracks whether it's on their first album or the multiple, multiple singles that they released so please go check them out
0: okay all right. So I, I'm familiar with friendship. I know Brian's all about that. And I want to introduce, reintroduce Brian Wilson to the show. Hey, welcome to the studio. What do you think about this place?
3: It's pretty awesome. I'm digging it. That's right. It's yeah. warm and cozy up oh, in here, absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It feels like home.
0: So Brian and I, we go back a bit, maybe 2007. Oh, no, good, no, 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 oh, I'm Before, sorry, 1997, yeah, 98, like, yeah, something 90s, goofy like that, yeah. yeah, late 90s. Only 10 years <laughs> off, Ken.
6: Decade. man, I have had a couple
0: shots. We're good, we're good. But um, we skated together, your family's super nice, um, you lived down the street from us, you're probably the first friends that we met when we moved from Claremont yeah, to Newark, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you guys were so you know open arms you know your mom your brother your sister you guys are super cool so we were probably at your house more than your we aunt, ever owned your uncle your nieces your nephews <laughs> all of them did you have a family member live across the street yeah, my, my uh my
3: grandmother lived across the street now my yeah. aunt lives across <laughs> the I street i was something there yeah so uh, Gramps, what to up? Brian, yeah
0: he's uh he's from newark delaware um uh, i remember you as a, a punk rock skater kid you know pretty much what you, know, you like?
3: most of my youth, you know what I mean?
0: So what do you like today?
3: <laughs> uh into a little bit of everything. Um I still go back to the uh you know the the punk rock skater music. Um you know it it, it always has a place in your heart, your your high school years the music you listen to it just kind of takes you back to that time
1: so if i brought up like a tony hawk um video game soundtrack <laughs> would that kind of sum it up oh yeah yeah yeah. like it <laughs> one two uh, three is a
3: little iffy but you know
1: all right okay
0: wow i haven't heard about that game in such a time <laughs> that's that fun let's go in the basement and play that real quick <laughs> do a quick cut sketching uh, <laughs> All right, now you're going back to the sidebar. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, Brian, hey, welcome. Uh, you said you were a fan of the show, and you're excited to be here today. We are looking forward to the song you're bringing to us, but let's get to know more about you. Do you remember, what, what's your earliest memory of music?
3: Uh, I'd say probably uh concert when I was 16, going to uh, Melancholy, Homegrown, and Bombshell Rocks. Just an all-out punk, uh, pop-punk show. Uh, just you know having a blast and then from there on out just kind of diving into that same music through high school
1: how old were you when you went to that concert
3: 16 probably 15 so 16, 16 but 16. I don't you went think to a show
1: earlier than
0: that
3: yeah <laughs> yeah let's talk about that i was like five or six mm-hmm. i went to uh new kids on the block <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <you> know <laughs> i was young enough where i had to wear those big ass headphones you know like you're going to a nascar anything. game oh, yeah, 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 NASCAR, uh, <laughs> pretty race. sure i fell asleep don't lie through. you had the bed set yeah I did, I did. I don't don't get it twisted. And curtains.
0: <laughs> I love new it. New Kids on the Block, man. They toured recently. Mm. Didn't they? A couple years back. I think Something with like Backstreet Boys yeah. recently. Actually, there's a place yeah. in time
3: for that, and it is not in like anywhere near this decade. I don't know how you got from <laughs> New Kids on the Block at
0: five and at sixteen, you're at you know homegrown and melancholy. Yeah. it's a it's it's a change, but yeah, yeah, it kind of brought me
3: where I am now with music.
2: Okay, very cool. If I had to ask you. If you have, like, a guilty um, pleasure song slash artist, what would come to mind for you? Uh, You better spill it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody knows this, but uh, us. I'm
3: going to say probably Justin Bieber. I don't know why, but he's got some, like... Just some pop music that you can kind of just get. Ooh, I'm right there
2: with you. Hey,
3: yeah, 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 like yeah. you don't want to admit it, but <laughs> when you're by yourself in the car, you're you're jamming to it. it
1: yeah. is. It, it don't absolutely.
0: bother me. I'm not ashamed. His <laughs> early yeah. stuff was not like that. So if no. you said his early because yeah. he
1: was off, like ten I, when he
0: came on the yeah, scene. Not when he's weird.
1: working by himself. When he's working with those producers. Yeah.
0: All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like everybody else today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they modified his 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 sound and his lyrics and. Kind of sounds yeah. a little more current. I don't want
1: to listen to a 13-year-old boy, rap, you know, rapping about his stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Brian is a believer. so we learned that. I mean, <laughs> oh, damn. What about an
2: ultimate, um, like, hate? Ultimate hate of, like, artists or songs. You just like you hear the name of the artist or you hear the song and you're just like,
3: oh, my God, I hate that. Absolute go-to hate is uh, Billy Ellish, Bad Guy. <laughs> that, that just starts I don't know what it is.
0: That's you gotta fresh be careful too. she won Grammys
3: I don't know how but uh, just, yeah that I don't know what it is just that that soft part hits I'm like mm, turn that shit
0: off Hey, she, <laughs> she's headlining Firefly here
3: uh, mm. yeah I won't be seeing that
7: yeah <laughs> all right. All right.
0: okay well and that's interesting you're entitled to that yes yes a lot of a lot of the younger generation right now is all into Billie Eilish the music industry is into her so it's, you you know, there's are a, one of a kind.
3: Yeah, there's a there's a place and time for it, I guess, for everybody. You know.
0: I get that. I get that. All right, so hit us with what you're bringing today.
3: All right, so I slowed it down a little bit. Uh, I got an artist, Will Varley. Uh, he's from the UK. Um, I found him. He was touring with Frank Turner. Uh, seen Frank Turner multiple times live. Uh, great act, and uh, he brought Will Varley along, and. When I heard him, I just kind of kept up with it, probably seen him three or four times live. Um, just a solo acoustic guy, but his lyrics are on point. Um, you can listen to kind of anything from him, and, and he'll kind of keep your attention. So uh, this song kind of hits home. It, the The lyrics are good. Uh, kind of got into it a little bit more when I found out I was having a kid. Um, and it just, you know, kind of resonated with me. So
0: How old's your kid right now?
3: About a year and a half. Mm. Uh, it's, oh, amazing. Yeah. it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Just start
0: walking, maybe a few months ago, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. Once that happened, that's the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. All right. Let's.
3: Uh, what you dropping? Uh, it is uh, Will Varley, King for a King. You're
8: six seconds old in the arms of your mother. Six weeks later you start to see colour And you learn pretty soon If you cry you get tit You learn how to crawl and you learn how to shit By the time you can speak They got you in school Where just asking questions is breaking the rules Where ten years later the system has won you stopped asking questions and sucking your thumb. On your thirteenth birthday they give you a drink. Say so get it all down, you forget how to think. So you tell your first girlfriend you're gonna die young. At the end of her garden she gives you some tongue. By fourteen she's left you well, life is unfair. You got Shay on your t-shirt and spikes in your hair. And your best friend from school say it just doesn't Suit you. you sit on a wall and you talk of the future. Say, king for a king, eye for an eye. The birds still sing when they fall from the sky. If I slip a little whiskey now into your cup, do you swear that you'll never grow up? Do you swear that you'll never grow up. Well, your teenage years sky you like daggers, your insecurity turns into a swagger, defensive as Normandy, lacking majority, drink like a fish, smoke like a chimney, a king for a king, eye for an eye to birds, still sing when they fall we we'll stand on the rooftops, we'll scream and we'll shout If you swear that tomorrow we'll work it all out If you swear that tomorrow we'll work it all out well, by 20 you're starting to run out of steam you got no money, I can't sell your dreams Get a job in an office like a means to an end You start wearing shirts and losing your friends And one night you meet a girl having a smoke She looks alright and she laughs at your jokes Well, take it all easy, for you can be lazy Watch out, son, you got a baby, oh, six seconds old in the arms of your lover. Six weeks later, she starts to see color, and you swear that no harm'll come to her or her mother. Your means to an end when it's starting to suffer, say, king for a king. High for an night of birds still sing when they fall from the sky. But at least we can laugh, at least and smile. We all just drop in for a while. Yeah, we all just drop in for a while. Well, your hair's getting grey now, so is your moustache. Your best friend from school dies in a car crash. You bury him, it's raining. You stand by your wife, you say, what have I done with my life? Just a name in a family tree, nothing to history, but me and my woman, that's all that it means to me. King for a king, I for an eye The birds, they'll sing when they fall from the sky. Slip a little whiskey now into my cup, and we'll swear we we'll never grow up. Yeah, we we'll swear that we'll never grow up.
3: All right, that was uh, Will Varley, King for a King. Um, like I said, it's a little bit of a slowdown, but, uh, you know, it kind of brings you in with the uh, acoustic guitar. You know, gains momentum through the song and the lyrics just kind of keep you there.
0: So would you say he's like a one-man act kind of thing? He oh, maybe yeah, has yeah. A, like a touring band. Oh, absolutely, He's a yeah, he, singer-songwriter.
3: He's a he singer-songwriter, just gets out there on stage, um, just keeps everybody. You said content. he
0: sold out a show, though, at the Fillmore and so- – and- uh, the foundry, yeah. Oh, the yep. foundry. Yep. That's yep. right. Yep. The upstairs they call that the dance club, but I yeah. mean it maybe holds three to five hundred people. That's it. Yeah, but it, it's
3: you know just to have like a, a solo act like that uh, come through and sell out it, in, in the U.S. when he's not even from here, it, it's you know it's, it's just an accomplishment.
0: You know, at first listen, I I kind of I couldn't help but hear "Flogging Molly." You okay. know, I had like this like Irish little folk thing going on for me, you know? Yeah, you, you get them, that sound from uh, Frank Turner
3: and. Uh, it's a, Maybe
0: it's a singer-songwriter thing for me. Yeah. That they kind of sound like they're foreign, you know, somewhere across the pond. Yeah.
1: But. I don't, I don't know much about it. I kind of heard the Lumineers a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, but I could be way off base because I, I don't know much about the Lumineers dude, either.
0: Yeah, I don't know much of their catalog either. But I'd say for the. For when I follow the lyrics, I listen to it a couple of times. I, it, it, for some reason, I feel like it's sequential in how my life was progressing. Yeah. You know, sometimes you feel like high school is like this, the biggest thing in your life. And then like four or five years later, you're like, wow, how small that it's was. It's such so a glimpse. It is. And so, you know, once it's progressing into like the relationships and – and having a kid, and, and everything else, I mean, I kind of related a lot to it, too, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, part of it was, like, I just followed my whole lifeline, I'm like, oh, boy, I remember this, I remember that, you know what I mean, don't I remember much about me being a kid, no, but I remember growing up, and then having my own feelings, and, and situations going on in my life through high school, and, then you know, uh, adulthood, and everything, yeah, going else.
1: through that timeline, it yeah,
0: b- it
3: brings a lot of perspective of, like, you know, having a kid, and, like, your dreams, and goals, and what you kind of, not necessarily gave up, but, like, as your life progressed, like those things didn't work out, and you did what you needed to to Met provide people, for them. Yeah, provi- yeah, 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 yeah. Life changed. Change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's,
0: yeah. So that's what I drew from the, the this cut here.
2: Yeah, And just to kind of tie into everything that you guys have been saying, you know, I wrote down a few things, and I thought that um the uh, the sound was very emotional. The the lyrics were very powerful. And um, um, Kenny, uh, DJ Turnup over there, I'm glad you brought up the Ireland thing because it definitely had that. I felt like I was sitting in a bar in Ireland as I'm listening to it. And I might be a little stereotypical, but um, that's that's the atmosphere it provided for me. And um, one of the bands, I don't know many bands that you know, of the Irish genre, but uh, it kind of made me think of when they do some soft stuff, uh, the, bland, uh, the band Blackthorn. A little bit when they do their softer stuff so i i really liked it i surprisingly i i liked it because that's not typically a sound of uh that i dive into but really good I, I enjoyed
3: it a lot yeah um one last thing on that um he's a great artist lots of good music uh that he makes listen to a little bit of everything but uh semi love to the system is another great tune from him um just a, another one where he just kills it on the lyrics you know
0: so he's a great lyricist yeah yeah kills it I'll have Ever. to check it out because I felt I felt attached yeah, yeah. to the lyrics He did the mean, lyrics like, in that song a lot I felt like the music was kind of like a secondary thing that he wanted you to focus on you know his verbals his and,
3: uh, his lyrics are almost like a story you can kind of follow along and, and maybe that's kind of what I like you, you can kind of listen but you it's you're, you're not like something in the background you, you pay attention to what he's saying
1: yeah well you're thank you he write scripts storyteller
9: yeah
0: well thank you thank you for the tune no we problem. enjoyed it i was surprised of uh, the reception of the tune it's just such a sidestep we sidestep all the time and sometimes like we mentioned earlier you need a couple listens to really kind of get into a, a particular track but it sounds like we kind of got into yeah. that quickly yeah, sometimes you
2: sidestep in the wrong direction <laughs> <laughs>
0: no i know right <laughs> well check out this sidestep track here so i'm bringing you uh, an anonymous collaborative—they're called—rather from the LA scene. LA seems to have this type of scene, huh? So I use the word "collaborative" because it's unknown how many people are actually involved in this project. This group, this duo, rarely show their faces uh, to protect their identity. They still have day jobs, and they want—they don't want any interference of their day jobs and what you know what they're trying to accomplish in their life. Um. Is it the Jabberwockies? <laughs> no, I've never heard of them. That's a goofy <laughs> name right there. But uh, they met through a friend of a friend and they got together. One guy had lyrics and, and, I mean, just they just pieced some things together and they dropped their first EP called The Juice Part 1 in early 2019. Then they dropped a second EP, The Juice Part 2, in the fall of 2019. And I think Part 2 is a masterpiece. I feel like. Yeah, I took some classical music stuff in college, and I feel like this is one of those records that, man, we need to be talking about from years on, from this moment. Every Don't overhype it, Ken. Okay. Well, every single song <laughs> is meticulously uh, produced. It's very sensual and perfect for like night rides or you know late night fun, if you know what I mean. Um, they've got a very strong R&B vibe. Um, you would put them in the category of the weekend for somebody recent that you can... If you need to put something together, they kind of sound like the Toronto R&B scene that um, Drake has put together. Another thing I like about them is their love for DJ Premier. Uh, I showcased DJ Premier with their song um, My Space Baby on the last episode. I love DJ Premier. He's with Gangstar and I've seen him live. Just amazing work. So DJ Premier remixed the track or a couple tracks from them and they were so inspired that they wrote a song called West Coast Love, and that's an honorable mention track because I almost dropped that on here. I just this EP is eight songs, but they are perfection, all eight, all eight. And I'm telling you, if you find a song you dislike, I will have to buy you a beer when I see you live in, in public. <laughs> but I, um, so I have a lot in common with this duo, with them and their and their sound, their vibe, them and DJ Premier. It just kind of all falls in. This musical content that I really enjoy. You're going to love this bump. This is Emotional ar- Oranges, and the song is called Just Like You.
10: Left flowers on a table, I'm missing a touch. The way that you hold me, put no one above. I picture you naked when you're out of town. My soul inspiration lately. All nights I want it I
6: know you've been patient with me All nights I need it
10: Tell me girl, do you crave it like me? Hit me up when you're lonely I know that you're waiting tonight One time if you save it tonight Sometimes
11: I love myself Touch my
10: with your flavor, I just wanna taste my caramel shawty. You're deep in my soul. Stop talking so naughty, you're crazy. You talk too much shit. All nights I want it, I know you've been patient with me. All nights I need it, tell me girl, do you crave it like me? Hit me up when you're lonely. I know that you're waiting.
11: I love my
0: It's disappointing for me, all the music I listen to. These guys came around in maybe November of 2019 and missed their tour. Now I have to wait. To, I don't know when, man, when they're going to come back around. Right now, they are in Japan for inspiration on Juice, uh, The Juice Part 3. <clears throat> and I'm hoping they come back to the States. They do a tour. They drop another bomb on me because, goodness, this this EP right here, needs to be on the top of your playlist it's very sensual it just makes me feel like i just want to take my wife out on a date and we just you know i mean we do the normal things you do when you date before you have kids because it's not the same afterwards i'm telling you that right now so um what do you guys think of this r&b duo i found by accident
2: absolutely so you shared this ep with me a couple weeks ago and i went through it on a night drive and it hit the spot um i think it hits. All the points that you have already stated, and I think that um, they definitely fall right in line with that Canadian R&B sound scene right now, for sure. Um, Does
0: it make you think of Majid Jordan a little bit? Oh, without doubt. I didn't even
2: want to say their name because I think I said their name <laughs> yeah. on the last episode. Actually, no, I, they're just so good, but it's because that that sound that that scene right now up there in Canada, they all have. You can you can tell, you know, that they're from the. That area because it just there's like at this, you know how you like you work with a a producer and you know you can kind of hear pick up on certain you know we've talked about that in previous
0: episodes and I feel like they fall right in line with that where it's just you can pick up and say oh yeah oh I. did you get L A N Y by any chance and here's the reason I asked the female vocalist on this record or this duo she's from New York and the the, the guy on here who references himself as A and she V weird because they're just they want to remain anonymous vitamin right. a and vitamin b yeah so. no not really but um High so she's from value. new york he's in la so they consider themselves from la of course for marketing reasons i'm sure i did not and not until you said that anyway but and then i'm thinking yeah. yeah and so la and Y, their idea was hey we want to span the whole u.s man we want to go from new york to la we want to just encapsulate everything we want to just you know be on the scene everybody know who we are i kind of got their feel like we said, the Canadian thing that's going on in Toronto area, um, I don't know. I would like to thank Brandon Random for Alina Baraz because I feel like she's the one that really started my interest into the R&B scene. There was an the R&B scene in the 90s and everything, and okay. I was for – It doesn't exist nowadays. No, it, it, it does. It's underwater. I mean, I'm trying to bring it to the surface right, right. now. You know what I mean? It's climbing, but it's, okay. it's still got some time. So I'm trying to bring the Sidestep podcast to the forefront and show everybody, hey, Majid Jordan, L.A.N.Y., mm-hmm. Emotional Oranges, man, these guys got the hits that make wow. you want to feel smart. You know
2: what? That's actually a really great point um, real quick uh, is that I didn't think about it, but I, it does feel like the Canadian music scene right now. Is kind of bringing back some of that older R and B type of sound. That that's the feel that I get when I hear it. It sounds a
0: little different. It's still the vibe is the same. I mean, I'm talking about like Boys to Men and uh, Brian. um, What's his name? Brian McKnight. McKnight. Yeah, Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Right. That's what I mean. I wasn't talking about all of them. Like Backstreet. Backstreet. I feel like the feel of the R and B then is a little different now, but they've brought like the Canadian scene. Emotional oranges—they're kind of bringing that feel back, though, where you kind of want to slow dance with your girl, you know, on the dance floor and buy roses and flowers and you know do the whole courtship stuff, you know. So that's why I'm really feeling it, Brandon. I thought you'd be all about this.
1: I do like the track. Yeah, I do I, like I it want all.
0: you. I want you to peep that album though, and then write me later on. Like, hey man, right. do I'm in love too?
1: I'll do a follow up. But for
0: you. thank you for getting me to sidestep from what I was listening to <laughs> to get me, uh, Alina Baraz really started off because I was yeah. like wow dude
1: like I said before when I presented her I think last episode she kind of brings out the um, like the early 90s to me when it came to like Aaliyah and Missy Elliot and stuff like that and uh, kudos to like Sierra because she, she kind of carried on that legacy as well with uh, you know Missy
0: I think of Ashanti too yeah up Ashanti all of that. too they just you had know? nice voices and
1: Yeah, they just bring the sexiness Mm -hmm. into it, you know, into the hip-hop genre. And the R&B that just doesn't exist anymore. It really doesn't.
0: All right, well, glad you guys enjoyed that track. This next one is really fun. I cannot wait to drop it. So, interestingly enough, this group I found by accident. And when I say accident, Shane, you dropped uh, a rapper, an artist named Winston. So I went to type it in to kind of check out more things on my Apple Music. I typed in Winston wrong, and Winston's surf shirt came up right away. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this name is so unusual, I have to check him out. <laughs> and I happened to come across it. Dude, that's seriously, that's it. I mean, it's really simple, just like that. It's a six-person outfit from Sydney, Australia. You know I love this Australia scene. Yo, I-, I could drop Australian <laughs> artists. Every we've dropped plenty of yeah they have already. a good well, scene going. Yeah, on I as have so well. much in my back pocket I could drop. Yeah. So the Australian scene is really great. Uh, they've worked with Cosmos Midnight and I dropped them. They're the twin brothers from Australia on the on uh, the first episode. Um, Can you dig it? I dropped them. So they've done some work with them, um, and uh, they've received praise from Elton John. All right, which they're sir. most proud of. Sir, oh, he's has anointed, Elton sir. Gun. Okay, so he really likes Winston Surf Shirt <laughs> as a group um so they performed 50 cent 50 cent right his his song 21 questions mm-hmm. which i absolutely love i mean i like 50 cent but maybe not as much as shane champagne shane Ooh, but this I song 20 i love 50 yeah, who he, doesn't love no, Man, he's had some hits i'll tell yeah. you that 21 questions is 50's solid 50 you know. a genius so Go they ahead. performed that on uh the, the the show triple j and they're out of australia too that show i listen to her podcast it's pretty good it's music oriented they draw influence from funk, surf rock, West Coast, hip hop, soul, disco, just kind of everything. Anything you can think of, man, they just kind of incorporate into their sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I cannot wait for you to drop uh, for you guys to hear this drop, man because I, I feel this song easily once a week. I'm dropping it or or more. Um, they have an album which this song is not a part of. This was considered a single and his record is called Apple Crumble. It came out in 19, very smooth, rhythmic. Um, it, it'll get you hooked. His voice and the trombone that is apparent in all of his songs. They're looking for a saxophonist. If any of you guys are into saxophone, I know we mentioned earlier tonight, but they're all about that and they're trying to incorporate that into their sound. But this is Winston Surfshirt and the song called Smile. Enjoy, I know you will.
9: We can't stop a funnel by the there's no surprise We can't keep our hands up, feet the whip over to So I keep on raffling She can't stop me, hoping that we happening And I can't keep denying it It's true, it's issue that I'm admiring We can't stop a funnel by the there's no surprise We can't keep our hands up each other with both us I couldn't complain, and I was so sold in this never going gon' change She got me all in ties But I ain't gon' split till I see you smile We can't stop the funnel bite and there's no surprise We can't get our hands i of each other, with both and ties, I don't wanna take a step back again, we can't stop your lips when I'm knocking in And I just gotta hold on tight No one ever felt free, so right We can't stop
0: Guys, think I, I don't want to We're add done. anything. That was yeah. your first song. No, no, it was second. Wake second? up, yep. <laughs> okay. right. yeah. Wake up. wake up, finish with them wake shots. Up. Wake, wake up, up. Wake, wake up, up. wake, wake, up. Up. wake, wake up. up. So tell me, man, I have that song. I have that song already
2: on a playlist because you shared it with me way back when. And um the moment I heard it, I was like, yeah, this is that there's nothing to really not like about the track. Everything about it is it's really middle of the road. Like, you could show that to anyone, of, like. Any genre, any ethnicity, and it's like... It, I feel like it can fit in with anyone, you know? It's it's kind of like Michael Jackson music. It's like, you can play that on the radio, and anyone can tune into it. Any age range, any, you know, ethnic background, cultural background. Like, you're gonna be like, oh, I like this. And I feel like that kind of falls in that realm, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, easy listening music, I would describe it as. I mean, the, the simple, you know, uh, live instruments, the horn... It's just something. How how can you not just simply listen to it and
0: vibe? If Sir Elton John is back in these guys, uh, I think everybody listening to the show needs a back them because Elton John is man.
1: Yeah. Benny in in a man. But need the Jets. Car- yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think Eminem would argue. I think we that have an accord either. here.
1: <laughs> uh, Sir Elton John loves Eminem, by the way. Well, check That's out why
2: I said that.
0: Check out their record, okay? Apple Chrome. Um, these guys are really good they're looking for a saxophone player if you're interested you might want to hit them up on facebook instagram whatever the social medias are Scream. have fun with that okay all right this is my last tune and the most upbeat and energetic and they are my second favorite band you better turn up yeah well, i'm gonna turn up all right mm-hmm. and these guys are from england i listen to a lot of alternative bands from across the pond so to speak right in England I just feel like their scene is a little more aggressive than the scene that's going on here I mean the music here is okay it's just a little more synthy than it is instrumental where they're playing guitar actual guitar man I heard a song the other day somebody sent me I wish I could remember right now and it was so synthy I'm like where's the guitar in this song anybody over here in the states play guitar anymore <laughs> I just don't even know you know what I mean I feel like Foo Fighters is the dying breed of some you know artists that are playing guitar so these guys are very aggressive. They have this grunge feel for me. Grunge is like a sweet, soft spot for me. That's when I really first discovered music, and it was the grunge scene. And I feel like that's my go-to when I'm not trying to discover new music. I go back and rediscover some of the grunge bands. Yeah, Seattle is dead. Maybe, I don't know. But uh, I'm trying to keep it alive because I love that sound. These guys, they write a lot of songs about relationships, and their first record is called 100 the band is called Hana, huna and in hip-hop slang huna means like 100 so they named the album after that because they keep everything 100 and they do everything 100 they want to be 100 they just do everything 100 so they go all in into the things that they do i made a um a special um, hoodie like a zip-up hoodie based on one of their songs called bonfire we got to meet them suzanne and i we saw them live in philly and it was super cool. They were totally geeking over my uh, my one of a kind sweatshirt that I made. I was so excited to show them. I mean, I've totally my fanboy because I was so hyped about meeting them. I was like, "Man, you got your music is number one." They they were my favorite band for a while, and then Belmont showed up, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" it was you, Hunter. Yeah, they was my <laughs> exactly. So I want you guys to check them out. They're they're hard. They're grunge. They love just chord progressions, just really simple stuff like your your d chords, your f sharps and your you know your a's and c's. They just it's very simple musically, but their their lyrics are easy to follow about relationships. I like lyrics like that. I uh, hope you enjoy them as much as I do. This is the Hannah and the song called Alive. Babe, you know I just got
7: pain. I want to take you away. I want to have your own day
0: That is some alternative music I'm trying to hear on the daily I don't know why some of the alternative music today I can look I can get behind some of it but it's pretty soft this guy's vocal range they've got stage presence when you see him live you just feel like you want to be in the pit to punch and kick or something you know you just want to you just want to do something silly we saw them live at the foundry okay. where you saw your artist sell I've seen, out
3: I've seen yeah I mean there, there's quite a few bands yeah. that I've seen there and
0: these guys didn't sell out there may have been 150 people there and i was like uh these guys are amazing i can't believe no one knows of them so that's why i'm trying to bring them to the show get them some fans they are touring they'll be in philly again i don't remember which venue uh may 15th they're coming i think it's a union oh it's a the tla it's on south street in philly okay and that's where we saw the knox brandon the tla
1: that was a great
0: show that by the a, way yeah that was a great show good mm-hmm. venue so they're coming there May 15th. You should check them out. It's a Friday night. They have great stage presence. His vocal range is amazing. I just, I don't know. I just listen to this record all the time. So the re- how I found these guys, Suzanne was listening, my wife, Suzanne, she was listening to Alt Nation on XM Radio. They had a song called You and Me. That's an honorable mention. I was going back and forth what to play, but it's got like this rebellious theme to it, and it just is like, this semi love song. And I mean, nothing matters, but those two, I mean, it was just great. And I'm like, that's what makes me think of my relationship with my wife and it's awesome. So that's how I found these guys. Yeah, it's
1: definitely not my, my sound of music, but I, I can agree though that, uh, the vocalist, I don't know what his name is, but, um, he, he's definitely impressive with his highs for sure. Like there's nobody that I can think of that I can relate to his, uh, vocal sound.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i feel like it yeah like i said
1: he's got range
0: mm-hmm. they they have aggression in their their songs mm-hmm. they can write acoustic songs they kind of remind me of foo fighters though okay. you know foo fighters can write some slow down songs or, or smashing pumpkins they can write some cool acoustic songs and make you want to sing along they're very similar to the style that they can they can do they have a range and variety i, c- I but- could
1: see that what you just said right there a sing-along kind of sound I, I, I could see they, have, they
0: have a lot of them mm-hmm. She's Casual is what you want to check out if you're trying to sing along at a okay. show it kind of starts off slow but it's very catchy they've worked with the producer for uh, Lana Del Rey to drop one of their songs Bonfire and She's Casual those songs so I mean they know how to work with the right producers to to get their point across, yeah,
2: I like their sound a lot. They, I can see why you like them because the sound is authentic and it does remind you a little bit of the the old school kind of punk sound. They, um, they remind me a lot of actually the the artists that you um, had previously um, represented, which was Belmont, um, which is another one of your favorites, and I, I will put them right up there, you know, in that in that scene genre, obviously, energy. yeah. And um, I see why you like them. There's just it's a good sound. It's catchy. It's authentic guitar and bass and drum it's just like a, your traditional band um, that you can get behind and
0: yeah, I'm, I'm all about it alright so everybody's going to download I yeah. saw you over there downloading oh, I, already, I, already did. I already got
3: it yeah I got <laughs> two songs already
0: yeah, nice nice you're going to enjoy their catalog so this, this sums up this episode Brian we want to thank you again for coming to the studio and enjoying yes, your thanks. evening thank
3: you. with us oh no problem Appreciate it, was a, it, it was a blast I enjoyed it yeah absolutely I'll I'll come see. back again Definitely. I We're
0: not.
1: Whatever. We're not. Just <laughs> listen and you know, be good. <laughs> hey, hey, just keep it while <laughs> <laughs> As long as
6: you keep it.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Well, hey, check us out on Twitter. Shoot us a comment. If you want to be on the show, you text us if you know us. Holler. Yeah, just holler at us. Even Come if you don't know me. us. Just hit us up like our previous guest did. We didn't know her. She showed up, and we just had a great time. Have your people call our people. All right. Peace.